Hey, hey, what up, what up? Come get your money on the money train. Yeah. (laughs) What up, Nelson? How you doing this evening there, big man? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, I just ate, so I feel good. Nice. Hope it doesn't make me drowsy. We'll see. Let me know, yeah. huh? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get uh, one of those loud horns if uh, Nelson nods okay, off and wake him right yeah, up. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> I've been known to doze off at times. At, uh, <laughs> my friends always make fun of me and stuff. But I'm a hardworking man. That's why. Heck yeah! And uh, <laughs> shout out to Daniel Barry Sports Highlights on YouTube. Shout out to our man Adam on Twitch. What up? What up, peeps? Adam, yeah. All right. I know we're. I, th- I think we're competing with some uh, some college football bowl games right now. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll <laughs> oh, see yeah, how we have it... a lot less uh, watches than we normally do. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. How's that going to be? How's that going to happen? <laughs> how, low yeah. we, how low can we go, man? Either way, people will be checking us out uh, on the oh, uploaded version on the podcast. Make sure you guys go subscribe to that. It's Silver Screen Breakdowns. We're on Please Apple. Do. Spotify, Amazon, literally anywhere that you can get your podcasts, go uh, down, um, go subscribe, go hit the automatic download button, and then go follow us on Silver Screen Breakdowns on Twitch, on YouTube as well. Twitch is going to be the place where you want to follow us because we will be, uh, that's where we're going to be exclusively throughout the entire live stream because we play scenes from the movie. YouTube doesn't like that too much. And then something that we're doing also that is brand new. As we go into 2024, we really want to build up the Silver Screen Breakdowns community. And you can go join the Silver Screen Breakdowns community on Patreon at ssbcrew.com. Anyone who signs up and uh, joins the community, you're going to get polls of movies that we're debating on. And you guys are going to be the final ones you know, to vote on these, um, cover which, uh, have a say-so in which movies yeah. that we do. And everyone who signs up, you're going to be an official sponsor of the show. And we're going to be shouting out all the sponsors at the end of each show. Sounds good. I like changes. Progressive changes is is, is, is good. Yeah. And uh, on that note. There we are. There's the last finally. On that note, let's get into Money Train here. And speaking of someone who is not progressing in life is our man, Charlie. <laughs> That is uh, Woody Harrelson, and he's Wesley Snipes' little brother in the movie. In real life, I mean, this is what, coming a year or two after they did White Man Can't Jump? And I know the director, he said he really liked them. You know, he liked their chemistry. And, you know, we've seen a lot of cop movies in uh, in our day. And this is an interracial cop movie, and they're foster brothers as well. That's one twist. That uh, yeah, the Foster Bros. Yeah. So, what did you think about this, Nelson? Like, as we first uh, get into the movie, I think. Um. So, and I don't know if you if if you notice this about New York movies. I swear, all the New York movies start off exactly the same. Like they're showing highlight and everything, and even the way even the way that the credits come on. You know, like very, like, I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I know that was one. They're doing the exact same thing where they're showing the New York skyline and everything. And even the way that the, uh, the, all the names and everything are coming on looks almost identical. 
Yeah, I mean, it's almost like it was stock, but it's not because it's credit. So yeah, but uh, yeah, you get the shot of the broken bridge, get the skyscrapers and everything. Um, you know what's funny too? I noticed uh, <laughs> there's near near the end of the movie, but they come out of the subway, they surface. It's like Fifth Avenue. I, I swear they shoot a lot of movies right by Fifth Avenue. I was thinking that too. Is that like, there's a lot of outlets for subways, but it always seems like it'd be the same one. Yeah. Definitely. And I wonder if it's something about that spot specifically that maybe it's easy to set up the cameras there. Maybe it's easy to block yeah. people off from that area. I wonder what the significance is behind that specific uh, subway entrance. I think there's something or they all look kind of similar. New York. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know which. But, yeah. you know, it's all, obviously it's Manhattan. Yeah, for sure. Manhattan, not like um, Steve in the house. Up. What up, Steve? Hey Steve, we got people in the in the in the chat. I haven't been trying to get to it to the hustle chat, but and uh um what was I gonna say? The Lopez uh, is in there, Jennifer Lopez, a young Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, super young. I mean, this is like right uh what what would this be? Right before Selena, um, a couple years after her fly girl uh stage. Selena. Yeah, oh, Jennifer yeah. Lopez was Selena. <laughs> oh, was she? I, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I mean, she, she was with the, the fly girl? Yeah. And, well, that was with, uh, uh, what's it called? In, um, in Living Color. Yep. Yeah, I knew that, but I didn't know that she had a name, Selena. I thought you were talking well, about the well, singer. No, well, no, I am talking about the singer. The biopic on Selena, she plays Selena. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was what, I think 97? So that must have came out like right after this. Oh, I forgot she did that, man. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking way going way back. I remember she did a film with Clooney mm-hmm. back around that time, right? Okay, yeah. I don't remember <laughs> what. Uh, see, I remember her singing, you know, in the late nineties. I don't really remember what movie she was in. Yeah, Money like, don't cost a thing. And love, no, love don't cost a thing. Uh huh. Love don't cost a thing. Even. You know, they preach all this stuff, and then they're looking for guys that got money. <laughs> I wonder if all her ex-husbands uh, are singing the same tune. <laughs> I'm sure they had prenups. They're all entertainment people, but still. <clears throat> so this one comes out <clears throat> 1995, right on the heels of White Men Can't Jump. That's and, so early for her, because she still wasn't blown up yet. Well, yeah, she wasn't even doing music yet. Um, I, I think it was after Selena that she started doing music. Yeah, she did music back in 99, 2000, right? 98, maybe 2000. Yeah, I think 98, 99 was when it was all starting. Because she was coming on the scene the same time as uh, Eminem, Britney Spears, you know, just um, everybody who was like new in pop culture for the new uh, millennium. And Destiny's Child was kind of new then. Yeah, what up, Bogey? They were blowing up there, let's say. So the movie with George Clooney is called Out of Sight. Okay, there we go. Out of Sight, yes, bogey. There we go. So, going into the movie, I mean, if you saw the trailer, I mean, it it talks about them being uh, detectives, and it, it's a really weird. You know, I, I guess New York just probably works a little bit different with the whole subway systems and everything. Most of this movie takes place in the subway system in New York. And yeah, you see them, they're pretty much decoys. I, I mean, all they're doing, they're, uh, I would say that Woody Harrelson's pretending to be drunk in the beginning, but he like burps and the guy's like, man, I told you he ain't five. Oh, he's drunk as fuck. 
and uh, so <laughs> he, he seems like someone who can drink on the job and be okay. It was but, funny because when I saw him, uh, he was playing, you know, he was acting drunk. I thought, mm-hmm. I didn't really seem drunk, but then, was, and then I caught on that, oh, he's acting drunk, even though he's acting in the as right. an actor in the movie. Right. So he's got a double act. On yeah. Act drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, funny, drunk like, seeing both, it's funny. It's seeing both of them act drunk is pretty funny. Because just like you said, you have to, now they're acting as cops, but acting like they're drunk. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're faking it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have a dream and then you're dreaming, right? And then you fall asleep. Oh, I'm tired. This is what happened in my dream. It's happened a couple of times. I don't go to bed. So I go to bed in my dream and then I have to wake up twice to wake up in real life. Trippy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. So, and you know, they, they had that in uh, Inception. Yeah. Remember with uh, DiCaprio? Yeah. You're not awake yet. <laughs> Inception's a trippy, trippy movie. <laughs> it's a long movie, too. So, they're pretty much setting, uh, I mean, they're, they're out there, they're playing decoy. I wonder if New York is one of the, because we see this portrayed a lot in movies in New York, where you just have a lot of undercover cops playing well like in the warriors we were talking about that movie earlier for example you know there's the police cop uh, the lady who's like in the park just like waiting for someone you know and like these guys their whole job is like busting people who rob people in the uh in the subway yes that's what it seems like and uh so they get two uh looks like two what we say two puerto rican cats in the beginning and um you know the puerto rican uh, yeah, it's New York. And uh, so they steal his chain, like his wallet and stuff. And then they just, they take off. They catch one of them. Uh, Wesley Snipes catches one of them, hits him with the handcuffs. And then the other guy's just like running all the way through uh, the subway. They're chasing him all the way until they get to the heavily guarded, like, um, security who's getting the money out of all the, uh, I don't know, out of all the cashier stations, I guess. And they're telling the guy to freeze, and they just light him up. And Wesley and Woody, they're, like, super pissed. Like, oh, you had to kill him? I mean, I not, obviously, I didn't want to kill him, but, you know, I'm trying to put him in jail. <laughs> um, Their job is the reason why this kid died, no matter what. So it's kind of crazy, because they put that kid in that position. If they weren't working at that time, would he have even robbed somebody or even gotten caught? <laughs> right. And... We get uh, whoever the fuck, okay, he's like the police captain, Patterson, or whatever his name is. The very first time we hear the money um, train referred to as, he refers to it as the revenue uh, train. I don't know if you caught that. It was super quick. He was like, what's the what's the deal with the revenue train? No, and I never caught that. Nope, it was nope, nope, nope. never referred to it as the revenue train again. I wonder if it was like the first, like, that was like one of the takes that they did. It was and the he, best one. And yeah, and he yeah, he fucked up on all the other ones that he said money train on. <laughs> oh, Mr. Blake. <laughs> no longer with us in the free world here. Huh? It looks like it's all one take, so that's the thing that would be a little bit weird about it, because he's just like he's standing up in his office and there's like just glass that you see through but yeah that that was uh, that was really weird to me that was one of the things that i caught he called it the revenue train first and then it was never referred to as that again it was the money train after that 
Yeah, I never noticed that. I like catching stuff like that, but they don't notice that one. Slip yeah. by me. Slip by me fingers. We get a little bit of their backstory, too, when uh, the captain calls them into their office. And so they ask him, so he's like, wait, so he was like, okay, the report says you two are brothers. Someone trying to jerk me off here. <laughs> and they try to explain it for like a second. And Woody Harrelson's like, yeah, I ran away from this orphanage. And then the guy's like, I don't give a fuck. Okay. I don't need your life story. <laughs> Ask some why, <laughs> like why, how they're brothers. And I guess he just wanted to say, yes, we're brothers. But yeah, that guy's just such an asshole. I hate people like that. He played it well too. Yeah. Cause you really just want to punch him the entire time. And uh, so, really, the guy, he's uh, he's OCD about his money train because his money train was 12 minutes late. Um, now he's got to chew these guys out. I wonder so if that's a real money. thing, that money train like that. Does that even exist, you think? I mean, it makes sense because, like, how else would – I mean, you think about it like those armed guards who go from, I don't know, just business to business and then to the bank. You know, whether it's a grocery store or like whatever. Um, like, how would they get around to do that in the subway? Like, they're going to get the money and then just, like, walk all the way up, like, through all the public and everything. Yeah. Because even, you know, all those armed guards and everything, even if it is being portrayed in movies, I mean, I've seen it in the grocery stores and, you know, different places I used to work. It's like the armed truck is, like, right in front of the door of uh, whatever business it is. They're taking the money. They're right in that truck, and then they're gone. So, yeah, I don't know how Quiet else it would happen. Yeah, I don't know how else it would happen besides that. But so, we pretty we we meet all the the uh, all the main characters so far. It's really Wesley and Woody, the Patterson asshole, and then uh, we meet J Lo in a few scenes. But, um, I mean, it's a classic. You know, I mean, we've seen this story a lot. People hate their job. <laughs> and Wesley Snipes doesn't really hate his job. He just hates his boss. <laughs> uh, Woody Harrelson kind of hates everything. And, uh, you know, already talking about how we, we just robbed the money train. <laughs> that would fix all of our problems. And it just, like, comes out of nowhere. But I wonder how long they've been dealing, you know, with this bullshit. Um, you get a little walk and talk. I don't know what borough. Um, I mean, kind of looks like Brooklyn, but um, I'm not really sure uh, which borough they're in. But they're walking up to Wesley Snipes' crib, and they're talking. And he's uh, Woody Harrelson's telling them that he wants to get him um, a, uh, a present for his birthday. Ask him if he has any money. <laughs> he's like, wait, you're going to buy me a present? My own present? <laughs> He's like, yeah, so don't be cheap. Come on, come on. <laughs> and he even asks him, oh, you what, you got a date or something? And he was like, yeah, as a matter of fact. And he was like, yeah, I bet you got a date with a deck of cards. And he does. It all starts from there. Yeah, we realize very quickly how much of a degenerate Woody okay. Harrelson, a.k.a. Charlie, actually is. And uh, I got a scene here for us. And let me pull it up here. And it is from that poker game that he said that he wasn't going to be going to. Let's check it out. Grasshopper. See the grin and kick it. The grin. 
a lot of money being thrown around at this poker game. Well, I think I'm going to have to kick it to 5000 Too rich for me. <laughs> he's not wearing... Uh, He's not wearing his emotions. Um, you know, he's not hiding his emotions too well. Charlie, hmm? you gonna eat or you gonna play cards? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm off. Making a mess. Uh, call you. With what? Your light. Let me turn this up. Gentlemen. Say hello to uh, Oyster, Mother of Pearl. <clears throat> then he gets the vanilla ice treatment. Hey, Charlie, let me get your fucking parachute. Charles, nah. your brother better get here soon, or he is going to be an only child. He knows how to rock and roll on that motorcycle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> quick. Okay, nobody move. John, is that you, Whoa. my my brother? Huh? Is that John, my brother? Thank God you're here, uh, Charles. Would you mind telling me what the hell is going on here? Apparently a man's word is no good here, John. You brought the money, right? 300 bucks. Hey, motherfucker owes Mr. Brown 15,000. 15,000? John, this is no time to be cheap. You know what? Drop him. No, hold it, he's kidding. Oh, the hell I am. No, not drop the motherfucker. John, these guys don't have a sense of humor. They don't know you're kidding. Look, I am not kidding. I'm tired of this shit. You're the man. No, no! Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. All right. Look, what do you say, Mr. Brown? We make a deal. Make a deal, make a deal. Here's the 300 bucks. I'll give it to you now, and then the rest you get in a couple of days. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. I swear to God. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Reel him in. Oh, God. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. You guys are all right. No, I was kidding about the sense of humor thing. You know that. I literally lost my stomach watching that scene because imagine him upside down for real. Yeah, and he I'm said, like, uh, "What? No way!" They said it after fifty, fifty-one stories. At least he references the, the, uh, the what's it called? The floor. Yeah, can't imagine it. I'm afraid of heights. You know, just like really like fucks with me. And uh, yeah, I couldn't even imagine being upside down that many stories up. Yeah. So, oh, you're afraid of heights. so uh how are you afraid of heights like what what's the limit what's the point well i'm curious about you types of people see and i guess it's not like going in like an airplane or anything like that Oogie. like yeah i don't even i i guess i can't even really describe it like i mean it probably was uh um what's it called uh rides that like i mean i used to be able to go on like some of these rides and now it's just like I don't know. Make me shit myself while I was a couple hundred feet like in the air. We went on the big Ferris wheel in uh, Vegas and it just got to a point where we're looking down at all the hotels and I'm kind of just shitting myself because we're so high. <laughs> even yeah. though we're even though we're secure and everything, I don't know. Did you have a little a, like a little mini panic attack? <laughs> uh 
I wouldn't say panic attack, but I had to stop looking. <laughs> but your stomach get weak? I get that weak feeling in my stomach. Like, yeah. Like someone just punched you. Yeah. And for whatever like you're reason. Trying, you're, you're trying to inhale, but you're not. You're exhaling. <laughs> yeah. And for whatever reason, my brain just always imagines me jumping off from wherever we are. <laughs> I, I know. Me too. <laughs> me too. Not sure why my brain does I can that, relate, man. I can relate, but I'm not really scared of heights like you, but <laughs> I do get a little antsy. You know, you see those pictures like people over by, uh, by the Grand Canyon. Yeah. It's like, are they really by the edge like that? Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Like. Or if you watch those videos yeah. where it's like guys running on top of like, you know, buildings that are 100 stories high or like shit like that. Like it's making me get a little queasy right now just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> just talking about it. Not even well, seeing nothing. Hey, man, remember <laughs> you see those old photos of guys building skyscrapers in New York, right? Back yeah. in the 40s and stuff. Yeah, it's wild. Just sitting having lunch on those beams. Wild. That's real. That shit is wild. Like it's nothing. Like, like they're having a picnic on a lawn, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it takes a different set of cojones to uh, to be up there. It takes a triple sure. set of cojones <laughs> all at once. So right after, uh, right after Wesley saves Woody. Um, well, first off, Woody's a fucking idiot. He was like, um, Wesley was like, I'm always having to get you out of stuff like this. And he was like, oh, you don't think I could have got myself out of that? <laughs> and like, man, I just want to like smack him around. Like, you literally like, you know. It's not even like you have to be thrown at that point. Like they just have to let go. Like you're already like yeah, totally dude. suspended. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but yeah, just so insane. On like, doesn't seem like he's grateful. You know, like I think he just, uh, at least from what we can see right now, he just seems like a degenerate younger brother, and the older brother keeps bailing him out. And ends up being the case throughout the whole movie. Spoiler alert. But yeah, I mean Woody does look a lot younger too, by the way. Yeah. Woody. Well, that's 25 yeah. years ago, you know? Yeah, definitely. <coughs> yeah, it's almost ago. almost 30 years ago in uh yeah. in 2025. That'll be the 30 year anniversary. And they say, you know, there's lots of talk that jail looks great now and stuff, right? She's yeah. like 54, 55. Yeah. But she does look great, but compared to what she looked like back then, no. Yeah, I mean, it's just because you're comparing her to all the 55-year-olds out there. Well, no, it's funny. It's like there's a lot of women that in the 20s and 30s. So, well, well, look at Jayla. She looks amazing. Yeah, but you didn't know her when you were like three. Right. <laughs> I knew her who she was 20, 25 years ago. Right. She was great back then. And then when you look at those films, there is a difference. Yeah. Those are look good now, but still, she can't compete with her 25-year-old self. Yep. And uh she gets introduced. <clears throat> so you see Wesley uh Wesley just walking out of uh out of the precinct or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, they go, I mean, I'm just assuming just get into some kind of caravan to go down to the subway where they're all gonna be working. And then they get introduced to Officer Santiago. And uh, it's funny because they play it real cool when they turn around. Oh, how you doing? Welcome aboard. And then they turn around like God damn, this job is looking up. <laughs> <laughs> like she can't hear. She's literally two rows back, you know. But I uh, just I know right? super you funny. funny you know, how you how you said her last name Santiago. Yeah. If you if you listen closely to uh, Patterson, yeah, yeah, you know, he plays with the, with the names and the words. She yep. did that with her name too. 
Yeah, Santiago. she didn't like it. You're I'm a Latina. Santiago. Yeah, he's you got a black a Negro. He <laughs> gets a Negro. <laughs> you got a white and a Latino. <laughs> Let me guess. She's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's such a dick. <laughs> He was, he, he was great in this role. Like, he shined a lot. I wasn't expecting him to be like, like I was looking at it, go, is that that Blake guy from uh, the Barracuda, or whatever it's called? Yeah, Robert Blake. Yeah, he did it from the 70s show, the 70s TV show. Um, wasn't it called Barracuda or something like, or, Ber, or Beretta? Beretta? So I, I am not sure, but um, that's before my time and before your time. Yep, 1970 series Beretta. There we go. It was in 1970 or 70 something. It said 70s, so I'm not sure what year. Oh yeah, I think it was like mid, mid to late 70s, but yeah. yeah, but yeah. Anyway. Plays the asshole really well because, like, literally every time he's on screen, you want to smack him around, like you really do because he's such yeah, an asshole. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm noticing, like, it's funny, like even the last few movies we've reviewed. That how they bring up the racial stuff without mm -hmm. it being like contrived. Is this a matter of fact? Oh, well, you're a black guy. What you know? Right. They, they bring it up like it's just yeah part of it. Like and they keep going. It's not like the now you don't even have that stuff in scripts. Yeah, I mean, correct. I mean, this is the '90s, so we get you know the N word used a few times, just like it's nothing, and is by you know the Italian guys, and that's just how they talk, anyways. Yeah. You know, but uh, and you have the F the word in a lot of those movies too. Yeah, the harmless movies like Bill and Ted's, right? <laughs> the harmless totally. movies that they're dropping the f bombs and the m bombs. Yeah, I mean it doesn't bother me. I think it's comical because I, I kind of forgot about. It, but I remember watching it back then, not even shaking my head. Now watching it now, I was like, oh yeah, they did say that back then. And I mean, <laughs> growing up in the '90s for me, <laughs> and that's just like the way that people are talking, just like the way that things are being portrayed in movies, and like. It's not like people are not talking like that in normal life because I definitely heard people talking like that in normal life. So yeah, <laughs> 90s is, uh, you know, 30 years ago was, uh, was just totally different time. That's for sure with what was acceptable and what wasn't. You know, it's funny because when you, when you, you live the years through your mold, it molds mm -hmm. you, right? You don't yeah. really notice it so much. It's like the water gets turned up, you know, in a pot. Yeah, so the don't feel it until it's like too hot. Right, until it's like all the way. Yeah. Right. So when I go back and watch these movies twenty to 20, thirty years ago, I was like, wow. Then I see the difference more than now. When you when you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And all I right. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, and I guess what sucks, like the only thing about that is like if I'm ever gonna like introduce Noble to some of these movies, I wouldn't cringe because of myself. It'd be cringe because I mean I wouldn't let you know not when he's seven or whatever, but um whenever he watched it, I mean that would just be the cringe worthy like shit for me because it's like something he's not really used to. Yeah. I ain't gotta explain that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny though. So Woody and Wesley, very, uh, very different styles of uh, of drunk mannerisms. But it's funny though because Woody takes a. He's like, you see that move where he like looks like he's taking trying to take a piss, but he forgot how. I like, taught him that. <laughs> Wanted to take credit for it. I taught him that one. <laughs> and uh, it's funny the two ladies. 
who come up, the big ladies um, come up to him. Oh, she's like, do you think we should just take him home? <laughs> just some oh, drunk dude in the subway. I thought they were going to gang bang, bang on something. I mean, yeah. No, they, they actually thought he was... Uh... They thought he was. They said he was one of the cute ones. They're like, "Hey, this, these guys aren't normally this cute. We gotta take them home." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're about to have their way with them. That's for sure. <laughs> then Jennifer Lopez comes out talking shit like she's just some crazy drunk bitch. Also, um, <laughs> and then when she finally gets him away, he's like whispers, "They were huge." <laughs> I miss them because they were. I, I don't know I how tall West. I didn't hear what he said. I don't know how tall Wesley is in uh, in real life. Eight. Okay. Like well, both women were taller than him and like taller and just seemed like bigger bodies, you know, as well. So like they were, yeah, <laughs> they, they got the roles uh, specifically, I'm sure, because they both uh, had him taller and outweighed. Now, the next part that we get, this part kind of came out of nowhere. Because we were expecting to, like, you know, maybe that they were going to catch somebody, you know, just, like, red-handed. I mean, especially, like, after the first, uh, after the first, uh, whatever issue where they almost catch the guys and they run away and then they get shot, though. But the guy who's, like, the fucking pyromaniac, he just comes out of nowhere. Who was that actor? I recognize him, but I didn't know from what. You know what? I am, uh, uh, Chris Cooper. Oh yeah, he's been. I think he did. Uh, didn't he do? Um, was he in the? He was in the. He was in Born Identity. He was. In yeah, the, I've yeah. seen him in a bunch of movies, like popular movies, but I just don't know his name. He's recognizable. One of those guys. He was in American Beauty. I think was he, he in Ronin or something like that too? One of those movies with De Niro or Schwarzenegger or something. I see. The Indispensables or something. Oh, the Expendables. Expendables, yeah. No, like he's in like one of those. He's in those type of movies. Yeah, no, no, no. He's an adaptation. I don't know that. Yeah, he was in Me, Myself, and Irene. That's funny. The uh, yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just one of the, just one of those actors who looks like he's in a bunch of things, and he is in a bunch of things. And he is a bunch. Of, yeah, he is in a bunch of things, but you just don't know his name. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And uh, so, yeah, the pyro guy, just out of nowhere, I mean, pretty much after they get rid of those chicks, it, like, it just cuts over to this guy who's like across the tracks. And he's like, I don't know, just being super creepy, talking to the uh, the cashier lady, and then fucking sprays on whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. His concoction. Or something. Yeah, his concoction. Wow. That just, yeah. Throw, um, just gets out on her, tells her to give him the money. She gives him the money. Then he fucking, then he hits her and then sprays more of that shit on the ground and then lights the fly, lights the fire. Um, that's on the first lady, right? You're talking uh, about, yeah, the very first one. Like this, yeah. yeah, Cause they, they, then they, they set up uh, JLo as the decoy, but yeah, in this first one, um, yeah. So. Woody he finally he finally sees it, radios it in. Wesley Snipes jumps over the fucking jumps over one of the tracks, but then like two of the subway cars are going at the same time, and then he's like right in the middle. Pretty intense. Uh, how do you think they did that part? 
Um, I know I've heard before. Um, I knew a stuntman, Walter. He'd say they do things like slow. And, and, and another friend of mine, he does lighting. Mm-hmm. Said sometimes they'll shoot it slow, so it looks like it's happening quick, and they speed it up later. Speed it up like a million times, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they can. That's one way of doing it. I'm sure there's other ways. Yeah, because you can kind of tell with uh, in like um, car chase scenes and shit like that, where it seems like they're going super fast, but then you notice like they're, everything's happening way too fast when you see them turning or swerving or whatever. Yeah. yeah you ever seen the movie The Jackal? Uh, I, I think so. I think so. I cannot remember it though. Well, there's there's a car chase scene, and then they go over the hill. They roll it. It's in the daytime. Then all of a sudden, it's nighttime. Okay. Went from daytime to nighttime after the car was rolled. So that's like I don't know, seven seconds. Okay. <laughs> it's nighttime. Yeah. I wonder how they, I wonder how they did that, Alex. <laughs> I, know, I wonder right? how they did that. No, it's continuity. Fuck up! <laughs> what they did? <laughs> Snap your fingers! Hey, it's nighttime now. That was a long car chase. Yeah, continuity. I mean, it goes a long way. Um, sometimes people overlook it. Sometimes, uh, you know, it gets on a podcast like this, and we dwell on it like crazy. <laughs> so they end up saving the. Uh, they end up saving the the cashier lady. Wesley does uses his coat and puts out the fire that's on her. Um, yeah. But the guy, but the guy gets away though. The guy gets away. He's He's not done yet, folks. Yeah, J Lo had him. Like she, uh, she went out on the street and then like came in through uh, one of the other like entrance exits uh, ways. And but he, no, <laughs> Noble's in the house. But she, creep uh, it on your back. I, I know Noble's being creepy right. It's like a little creature. And uh, what's he do? Punches her or something. Pretty much punches her, kicks her, does some shit to like get away. And uh, you get the first, uh, then just cuts right to them in the bar, just right after that. Um, Wesley's talking to J-Lo. He's buying her a beer. J-Lo's playing, uh, what's it called? Uh, pinball. And uh, she's definitely uh, not a not a lady's lady. You know, because he comes up and he was like, all right, so this right here is a little strong. I think you want to like bring brings a shot for her. I think you want to take this with. Uh, and then she just takes a shot, throws it back down, just right in between playing her pinball game. You know, so she's with it. She's about it. <coughs> Charlie comes up, interrupts them as they're talking, comes up with a flower and she's all, uh, oh, thank you. And <laughs> you can tell they're both smitten over her. They both were from the beginning. And now, uh, now it's carrying over to that night. And I got this scene here. This is a good scene where they're talking about a bunch, uh, where they're walking, they're doing their walk and talk on the streets of New York. You remember this scene where they, uh, where they nearly get robbed? Um, the pickpocket. What up, crispy? Oh yeah. Oh. No, it's when no when they almost get uh, crispy. Say good to see Nelson. Salute crispy. Hey crispy. Well, here we go. Let's just get into it. It's when they're doing a little walk and talk, and you get a little bit of the backstory and a lot whoa, of the whoa, sibling whoa, whoa, rivalry are we stuff as well. Shoes? Are we talking about Grace? We're talking about the fact that my ceiling is always your floor. 
Well, move out the motherfucking building, then. I haven't liked the motherfucking building. Then what's your complaint? My complaint is that you're always first, and I'm always one step behind, and you perpetuate that. What? Yeah. No, wait. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, so now, now it's my fault, right? Yeah, partially. You blame that on me. Yeah. Look, Charlie, you have plenty of opportunity, but you know what happens? You always fuck it up. Well, now, that illustrates my point. You're calling me a fuck-up. Man, I did not call you a fuck-up. I said that you fuck-up. There's a difference. So you call me a fuck-up, so I keep fucking up. Are it's you, a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Are you prophecy. listening to me? Yeah, whatever. Are you listening to me? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't need this shit. No, no, no. <laughs> so, right before this, it's funny. They're talking about how <laughs> I'm always in your shadow. <laughs> always in your shadow. Um, he's a foster kid. For his, uh, you know, whoever his mom is, Madi, they call her. It's almost like Woody Harrelson is blaming Wesley Snipes for having white privilege. Blaming Wesley Snipes for having white privilege. <laughs> I guess I didn't really. <laughs> or did I? <laughs> We're going to rewind it. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we talking about shoes or are we talking about grace? What up, King D? We're talking about the fact that my ceiling is always your floor. Well, move out the motherfucking building, then. I haven't liked the motherfucking building. Then what's your complaint? My complaint is that you're always first and I'm always one step behind, and you perpetuate that. What? Yeah. No, wait. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, so now, now it's my fault, right? Yeah, partially. You blame that on me. Yeah. Look, Charlie, you have plenty of opportunity, but you know what happens? You always fuck it up. Well, now that illustrates my point. You're calling me a fuck up. Man, I did not call you a fuck up. I said that you fuck up. There's a difference. So you call me a fuck up, so I keep fucking up. Are it's, you, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Are you prophecy. listening to me? Yeah, whatever. Are you listening to me? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't need this shit. No, no, no. Hey, call me a fuck up. Hey, man. man. What are you going to do about it? Huh? You looking at me? Oh, we ain't nothing between us but the motherfucker. Is the info king here? Yeah, make a move, Yo, man. Give me your watch. Give me your watch. Just a minute. Yo, motherfucker. Your wallet's first, then rings and watches. <laughs> give it up, man. Yo, give up your shit. Is you deaf? Hey, come on, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm talking to your Casper ass. Yeah. Give it up. Hey, hey. Man, you heard the man. Oh, bitch. Damn. Oh, shit. Easy. All right, chill out, white boy. I love it. <laughs> they weren't expecting <laughs> that. Oh, look at the shit you done got. I wasn't either. <laughs> Wait, you blame this shit on me, too? Oh, this is definitely your fault. Oh, it's my fault. Who was watching the I street? I this. I got to my go out back like this. to the street. Charlie, I'm so Stop sick of your shit. Stop everything on me, bro. Because this one definitely is your fault. I don't care who calls you. Just, just give it up. Me a fuck up. I didn't call you fuck a fuck you, up. Man. I can tell you. What do you mean, fuck me? Fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. What the fuck you talking about? Fuck you. I'm busting a cap in your ass like motherfucker. I'm robbing your motherfucker. I'm robbing your motherfucking ass. Pay attention. I'll shoot, shoot you in your good eye, man. You you look like chocolate Swiss cheese, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? Cap in your ass Yo, when you took my Garth Brooks record. Yeah, what about yeah. when you took my ice cream record? Ice cube! 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 Oh, we're gonna shoot me, were you? I mean, you had that Alabama look in your eye. <laughs> Lucky I didn't have a fire hose. <laughs> so you really think this girl can uh, make a difference, huh? Yeah, you know, I do. Hey, man, go for it, you know? Yeah? 
Yeah, man, I'm out of it. I mean, you know. You serious? Look, I hope she makes you happy. Hey, Merry Christmas, man. Hey, Merry Christmas to you too, man. They shot that. I was <laughs> down the street. Right. I think they shot that. Looks like they shot at um. Looks like a studio lot actually. The way it looks kind of small. Really? Okay. The streets. Okay. Now that was always like one of my favorite scenes, like in the movie. Like I just I like the back and forth on how they uh you know to get out of a situation they pretty much talk shit to each other and it's like it's so distracting that it ends up working and getting them out of the situation um do you think any of that part was written when they're going back and forth or is that all ad lib you think it's a little bit ad lib what what do you think about that part i think that would be a little bit ad lib okay but it didn't seem like it wasn't it wasn't written okay but I would say, yeah, I would say ad lib on top of what was written. Yeah. They have good chemistry, though. I mean, that's one of those scenes that definitely shows it off. Yeah, they do. That they is do. for sure. Characters. Stuff. And I think that's a good part to end uh, Act 1 here. So we've met all of our main characters now. We know a little bit of the backstory between Wesley and Woody and uh, how they became brothers. Uh, J-Lo is new in their squad. And uh, as of now, Wesley says he's going to back off. <laughs> and Woody um, is going to pursue her. And, yeah, we don't know what else is going to happen after that. We just know that something is going to happen with this pyromaniac. Like that's uh, that just happened right before this, and seems like no. he's going to be a big part of the movie. All right, and then reminder: make sure you go follow Silver Screen Breakdowns in audio version. Anybody who's watching live with us, just hang out with us. We're recording all three acts right now. Anyone who's listening to this on replay. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube and Twitch Silver Screen Breakdowns. Anyone watching it there, go subscribe to the audio pods. And Nelson, remind me where to find you. You can find me on YouTube with Nelson Times, the actor's demo reel. I'm an actor, film actor. Well, I do some TV, but more I did film. And now I'm doing a film right now I'm shooting called Tales California. You can find that on the imdb.com. There's a little description of what it's about. Um, one of the Piper movies I was in was paid in full. I came out 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. But still relevant today, still being shown on places. And um, catch me on Instagram, Nelson Tynes underscore. Follow me and I'll follow you back. And for anyone listening to this on replay, they drop on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the morning. So if you're listening to this on Monday, make sure you are ready for the Wednesday show that is coming we will see you there. Silver screen emoji picture shit. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most lit.